Yeah? Riley, it's Tom! I thought you only get one phone call from Jill. Who's this? Huey! I got arrested! They say I fit the description. I think it's because I'm black, Huey. You have to get me out of here, Huey. You don't want to know what they'll do to me in jail. They'll rape you. That's what they're going to do. But you're not in jail. You're in holding. And I don't think people usually get raped in holding. Hold on. Granddad, do people get raped in holding? Welcome back to the latest edition of our Boondock side series. This is Aaron, of course. And hey, your boy, mister. So we're just... um. This is episode five, A Date with the Health Inspector. This this episode addresses a lot of different different aspects of the justice system um, as in regards to black people and also in regards to um, America's kind of view on just with foreign diplomacy. It's kind of like an episode just, uh, well, Boondocks is a satire. We all know that. But this episode basically is in... Um, I guess tr putting putting that stuff in perspective and just giving you you know they're making it funny. Um, so without further ado, with all the blabbering, yeah. um, the opening scene basically is Tom's in jail. This is in the midst of a dream. Tom Tom's in jail, dream dreaming that he's in dreaming that he's in jail and that he's about to get anally raped. <laughs> so as you as you know, this is. If going forward, this is Tom's basically biggest fear. They make yeah. jokes about it all the time. This kind of becomes the basis for his character in general. Exactly. that he's such a goody two-shoes yeah. because he's solely afraid of going to prison. Exactly. Or jail and getting anally raped. Yeah. And it's, and it's crazy because Huey pointed out in the beginning, it's ironic that he's, pro he's a prosecuting attorney. And he's he's scared of going to jail, exactly. but he has no problem sending other people to that same. Exactly, the, which it, is really it's really, really telling because that's the truth. Uh, it's like especially like with now, like the shit going on now, like black cops and stuff. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's it comes back around in the way that uh, you you would never want to be harassed by the cops or anything like that. Yeah. But you see, I won't even just say black cops, but the POCs, people of color that are cops, that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like the guy that just sat there and watched uh, George Floyd, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, that type of thing, like, damn, bro, you're you're the very antithesis of what you're supposed to be. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like, that is, yeah, that is a very telling thing about, especially minorities that get into, like, justice, justice lanes, I guess, that aren't directly, like, public defense or just defense in general yeah. if it's anything that is going to uphold the law of the land you really got to turn on your people no matter yeah. how you view it usually yeah and th and that's and that's really what this episode is about it just see it really gives you the 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 eyes of the law and the person being affected by it from so many different perspectives yeah so the reason so reason why this is key the episode itself is is about the xbox killer yeah and tom basically gets accused of the killing that that guy was doing and basically gets gets sent to jail actual jail hey, real so this jail. is this is kind of like butt pounding jail as he butt as pounding he jail. It, <laughs> and you can't even be mad at him because it happens like, <laughs> the jail. like huey says like, to him like statistically if a man is to get raped yeah. it's going to be in jail yeah yeah. So you know what I'm saying? His fear is 
it's it's definitely irrational. Like if you're a good person going to prison and getting angry yeah. and raped, should it become a fear that becomes irrational and subsides after a while. But I guess it's logical. Yeah. It's a logical fear at the very least. Oh yeah. Yeah. And then so while this while this is after after Tom is arrested and all that stuff, he calls he calls up Riley sobbing like a little bitch from jail. Uh-huh. He calls up Riley, ask ask. Well, he calls the Freeman House. Riley just answered. He yeah. said, "I'm in jail." <laughs> Riley just laughs and says, "Don't drop the soap." <laughs> Don't drop the soap. So it's just after after that takes place. So they finally parlay and get Hugh in the fold because Hugh Huey is the. If you've been keeping up with Boondocks, and you'll see over the course of episodes, I know we're still in the early stages, somewhat. But Huey is kind of like the the de facto problem solver for yeah, everything the, they do. He's the moral, uh, uh, not high ground, but he is the middle ground. Like, yeah, uh, Huey, Huey's character is always the bring it back center. Yeah, like no matter what how wild it gets, Huey is the uh, kind of general normal morale. Yeah, I, there's a term for it, but he's he's the th- he's the character that brings it all back mm-hmm. when it starts to get out of control. But go ahead, my bad. Yeah, no, you good. Um, so basically. After they, because another funny thing, when Hugh, when they said, he said, Hugh, I need your help, or so I'm paraphrasing here. So he was like, nigga, I'm dead. Yeah, he said, what do you expect? That was one of the funniest, oh man, that was one of the funniest movies, not movies. One of the funniest lines, I say, one of the funniest lines on the episode. Oh my God. Yeah, no, so, that is fucking hilarious. When they actually actualize it, when he, like, that's the first time you, like, they actualize what Huey means like yeah, yeah he's the most important person in the neighborhood and he's 10 fucking years old yeah <laughs> like you're in jail and you call a 10 like I mean I guess he called jail, you know what I'm saying yeah. granddad but you know what I'm saying he, he really was trying to call him. I yeah, think he was trying to call yeah, you know what I'm saying he still was at least willing yeah. to work with Huey you know what I'm saying like yeah. fuck it I'll take it so after all that, and they finally, he was like, okay, all right, I'll do it. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I'll see what I can do. Next thing you know, they run up. They try to go get some help. And they, the, of all the people they could pick, they pick Ed Wunsler. And we know from previous episodes, episode one, that Ed is irresponsible as shit. Especially with children, he yeah. let a kid Riley shoot him out of a what, however many like stories, three stories, and the first episode of, of the series. So we know from the get go that Ed Wunsler he, he has the capabilities. He might have the firepower, but he is for sure probably uh, help me out here, crazy in some sense. Oh, oh yeah, he definitely has a loose screw. Yeah. So. After they talk with him, he said, well, I got this. I got this guy. If we're going to do this, I need my boy to help. Yeah. And then they then they meet Mr. Jen Rummy. Godly. Voiced by Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. And if that's, it's fucking. Go ahead. Go. Just go ahead. You go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is hilarious. Go ahead. So basically. So they're they're in the they're in the kitchen. They basically just talking all 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 this shit. And then they basically. Rummy goes off on this long, like psychopathic tangent, and right then you can see Hugh and Ryan like, "Man, what did we? What did we just get ourselves into?" So, nevertheless, the invest the investigation starts, and they're basically going through. Ed and Rummy are basically while Hugh and Riley are doing actual investigating, trying (laughs) to get Tom off. 
like Ed and Rummy basically go on like a like just a tirade, a whole tirade through the city, basically just breaking into people's houses, <laughs> put guns like in their faces, and shot one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just fucking terrorizing people for no reason, for no good reason. They Random all, ass people. They all get back to whip and they like, no, nah, no one's seen anything. <laughs> They try to play it off like they won't just out there whipping people's ass, not asking questions, just whipping people's ass. Yeah. And so they get that far. And uh, Huey, who's at Huey and Riley, who, you, like you said, have actually been doing work, are like, of course they didn't fucking know anything because you didn't ask them anything. Unlike me, I found out who the Xbox killer was. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I asked people questions. And Riley's like, I even got a picture of the motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? That yeah, that that was wild. Like it took them all of ten to fifteen minutes. Yeah, probably. exactly. <laughs> to get all that shit done while they were out there trying to whip ass, and for what? You know what I'm saying? So nevertheless, Huey, Huey's Huey's already halfway fed up with this whole situation by now. Oh yeah. So they finally get to the point where they're they're coming over and try to they're trying to they know where the killer is now. Yeah. Then Ed. In fact, somebody had just seen him like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> he said, he'd been bragging about it all day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So they, they finally, finally on the way. And they was, and Ed and Romain just like, they take a, they take a stop. They say, it won't take long. <laughs> they just stop into the store type shit. You know, when somebody tell you they just stop into the store, just make it a quick stop. Oh, it's yeah. about to be some shit. So first thing they do, they go in there. Obviously, it's 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 a it's an Arab guy, and you see you see where this is going already. Uh, yeah, automatically. So, so like you see, oh, okay, okay. They go in there, they get some beer, and the, and, the, and this is the funny part about the when they got the beer, and it's like I didn't know, I didn't really think about the laugh at it when I first saw the episode. It's like. <laughs> the man didn't. The man didn't even question that Riley Riley was eight and had two beers. It wasn't the fact that he was eight and had to be. He said, "Whoa, you got to pay for that." Yeah, exactly. Like, he didn't care that Riley. Was oh, like you can't out here. You just kept. Exactly, exactly. You can you can definitely touch. It. You can bring it out. You can have the beer as long as you got the money for it. <laughs> Fuck the fact that you're eight years old. Yeah, I didn't even think about that too either. Yeah, I never caught that either. <laughs> That's fucking hilarious. So. Obviously, so then they don't they don't pay for it. They don't pay for it. They end up going. They end up rob robbing the actual store and getting in a whole big ass shootout. And basically, and I think b before it happened, he was like, "Aladdin Hussein, you know I'm good for yeah. it." <laughs> yeah, he was like, "No, they're robbing the store, bro." Yeah, like, exactly. They just start terrorizing the guy, and there's a security guard in there, and this is the really telling part. Before everything pops off, they point the guns at the store owner. And they're like, look, he's got a gun. He's got a gun. When obviously the store owner doesn't have a gun. And so the cop is looking at him like, I don't see a gun. I don't. So they go back and forth, back and forth until the, finally the cop agrees. And that's when this whole shootout massacre starts happening. Yeah. And like you said, this is a kind of a big like drawback to everything that was happening in Iraq during yeah. that time. Because this was 2005. Yeah. You do got to remember. So you got these two Iraq veterans that are coming there with all this fear and animosity. Yeah. built up towards you know the xenophobia towards whoever you want to put it and their PTSD mixed with their fear just mixed with their overt nationalism and everything that's going on with this time allowed them to get to the boiling point and convince other totally innocent uh, bystanders that were totally uninvolved uh, and just clear thinking people 
to kind of hive mind mob mentality into accusing this one guy who was totally innocent, you know what I'm saying, yeah. of having a gun just so that they could go in and do whatever the fuck they wanted to just based off that claim. Yeah. And and that's pretty much that's that's pretty much how the the climate or the sentiment was to how how the United States dealt with the yeah. the the war overseas and stuff like that. And I they did they did such they did such a good job with this episode putting that together because it's it's almost like they're making they've made three different points about a the justice system and how it uh, targets and is unfair to blacks the PTSD and the fact and the fact that America you know what I'm saying that sentiment of whole like being reckless and stuff like yeah. that so they really did and and it's it's hilarious I mean it's funny it's well but it, yeah. they they never the great thing I like about Boondocks where it's funny, but you never miss the points that they're trying to make. Exactly, unless you're stupid. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The like point. you always get the really serious points when they're trying to make them, or even if it is funny, you understand the context behind what they're saying. Exactly. Which I, I think that's something because sometimes like you can get lost in comedies, you know, what I'm saying of this nature, thinking it's just all fun and games. But yeah, this episode they really they really did a good job. With they that. brought that back, especially when they leave the store after everything. Cops have been killed innocent lives have been wasted and stuff like that they walk out and it's just oh what the fuck you looking at you know what i'm saying yeah and it's going about their day type shit yeah after causing all that trouble just like yeah. america would and the way i i think th this episode i think it really shows us about how much fear can control certain factors of our society yeah um them being having PTSD that 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 can be a biological thing as well yeah. obviously you know trauma and stuff but you know saying based around the fear of you know what I'm saying like whoa you look like the guys that I was yeah, you know fucking yeah, up exactly, overseas like you exactly. know what I'm saying that fear Tom Tom was fear which is getting anally raped like that exactly. just, he just wanted no dick in his ass yeah I mean, that's literally all yeah. I came down to but it ruled his life yeah that, that, that the, the the whole his whole fear of that really guided his whole entire life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's what led, like, exactly. becoming a lawyer and shit like that. Exactly. And I think it has something to do with, I think people think once they get in a, a, a particular bracket of society, and this is more on the black issue side. Yeah. It, it, it shields them, but this episode was showing you that it doesn't matter how much money you yeah, have or exactly. how much... Still, yeah. yeah they still they and if you look at the end of the episode like you see the description of the dude that they actually caught it ain't it look nothing, nothing like, like they yeah, didn't exactly. look nothing like tom it's just the only thing they had in common was that they were black yeah you know what i'm saying that's the only thing they had in common hell yeah so but yeah that 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 is just really i i really am proud of this episode like yeah. it, that that's i mean that's why it's really one of my favorite episodes because it's like it has the most content because mo most most of the episodes focus on one particular issue but this kind of broadened the scale yeah that. this does bring in a lot of fucking things yeah. and bring like you said brings them in seamlessly and flawlessly because by the end of the episode you know what i'm saying it's all wrapped up and you a lot actually happens in this episode without having a lot happen if that makes any type of sense like yeah. you said it's just a very poignant episode just repeatedly teaching lessons like 
just the simple fact of Huey actually finding the Xbox killer just from talking to people because he's been bragging about it. Like he said, he's been bragging about it all day. <laughs> Instead of just going around around harassing people, you know, beating people up, if you would just ask motherfuckers some questions, you would have found out, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. It's just, like I said, this is, like you said, rather, this is one of the more multi-layered uh, episodes of Boondocks. Uh, I don't know. I think it's it's not in my top five, mm-hmm. but it's definitely up there for me. Yeah. Fair enough. Well, all I got to say is don't drop the soap. <laughs> if you do go to prison, try not to get anally raped. <laughs> Shout out Tom Dubois. Absolutely. Couldn't um, be me. <laughs> yeah, don't let, don't, let, don't let it be you. Just yeah. don't let it be you, ladies and gentlemen. Don't let fear ruin your, run your life. Yeah. Don't let your fear run your life. Absolutely. If you got PTSD, get some counseling. Huh? <laughs> Just saying. But yeah. But yeah, we're going to get on out of here. Uh, let us guys know what you think about this, our review of this episode, and what you think about the episode in general. And as always, follow the Simple Math page on all platforms. Um, and then we'll see you guys next episode. Peace. Peace.